Welcome to The Travelling Senorita, episode 169. I have just returned from a great trip. It was a five-day trip from Melbourne to the Mornington Peninsula, where I grew up and spent a lot of time. In fact, I was saying I had 27 years in and around those areas with uh, two years over in London, so let's make that 25. And I've been up here for 27 years, as in Northern New South Wales uh, and now Brisbane. So it's kind of like even, but I always feel like Melbourne is home. I guess it's where I grew up. It's where I spent most of my time uh, in education, university and living and my family. uh, uh, Majority of family are still there. Uh, My mum is up here, but the rest are down in Melbourne town. So it always feels like coming home. And there's something about flying into Tullamarine and touching down on that tarmac. The smells, the birds, the flora, the fauna. My nana used to say that as well, that it feels like coming home. I'm not one to, uh, I guess, complain about cold weather. I'm not a cold frog. I tend to be someone that's quite hot naturally. Hello. Hello, hot blood. Hello, hot Spanish blood. Uh, So I don't feel the cold per se, and I like the freshness of the air. It just gets me out and about walking around and breathing. Uh, So for me, it was chilly, but not really. It was always warm inside, because that's the thing. They're well heated, a bit like when you go to London. And outside was just brisk, so you just walked and caught trams and Yes, there was four seasons in one day. (laughs) Um, And yes, there was plenty of sunshine. So let's do a little trip around Melbourne to the Mornington Peninsula. I stayed in Pan Pacific Hotel, which is in the South Wharf, um, heading down towards Docklands, past Crown Casino. So a new gentrified area, uh, a hotel that has flipped from the Hilton to Pan Pacific beautiful hotel it had the most incredible views back to the city along the Yarra River and then over to um, the uh, the bay Port Phillip Bay so beautiful place to stay for views I would say every room has a view in that hotel it's absolutely stunning Um, a great bar downstairs and restaurant and if you grab one of the suites you will get the use of the club lounge. Now, club lounges are relatively new in Australia, but they're big in Asia, uh, particularly Singapore, Hong Kong. When you book a suite or a deal, you get a club lounge, which means you get access to a lounge that has uh, like an aperitif hour with um, tappers. It also has breakfast, coffee, and serves drinks um, and treats. So that is a good deal if you are booking Pan Pacific, check that out. I also had their high tea um, from Chef uh, Deepak and it was incredible. It was delivered to our our room. Uh, I felt like Alice in Wonderland. It was such a beautiful decadent high tea. And the thing that really stuck out out was his use of uh, native ingredients. So I haven't seen a high tea fuse um, indigenous ingredients as well as what Chef Deepak has done in at the Pan Pacific. Uh, really affordable, I think it was around about $70 and just layers of incredible food. Um, and I, I highly suggest that and get it delivered to your room. Grab a bottle of 
bubbles along the way. How funny was this? Chef Deepak um, was my guest on, on the podcast, uh, which you would have heard last week. But Deepak Chopra, <laughs> who is my guru of 30 years, I uh, don't say that lightly, was um, staying on the same level as me at, in the hotel, hush hush, and speaking about life and all its nuances at the adjacent convention centre. I did see him walk through the foyer. I actually sat there in the morning waiting for him. I missed him at breakfast because he got up and uh, namaste is at 6am and I was a bit later. Um, and I saw him walk past and I went to get a photo but I got a little little, uh, little nervous. Um, but he gave me a knowing smile and that was enough. So I was having a whole Deepak moment there from the chef through to my guru. Next door is DFO, definitely worth um, going in there. It's a labyrinth of uh, <laughs> outlets. Um, and then head down to South Bank, walk along the river. It's all been beautiful uh, pathways all the way to the CBD, head to the NGV. Um, I went to see Pierre Bonnard's exhibition that had just opened, headed to Federation Square for the soccer finale, um, and then into the city to the many bars and up to the theatre district. Uh, to the wine shop and the European. Along the way, we had lunch at Grossi, Guy Grossi Grill. He also has Florentino, a little bit more upmarket, upstairs, um, and a whole, yeah, he's got cellar bar and ombre salumi bar next door to Pellegrini's, which is, to me, if you're up on um, Burke Street, that's where to go. That's the Italian, little Italian area. Uh, you'll just feel like you literally have been teleported to Europe and yes it was raining when we were up that air end of town so that even felt more like London then we got in the car and cruised down to the peninsula I think within an hour and a half maybe even within an hour we were there um, beat, beat the traffic and we were headed to Moona Links golf course which is where the Peppers Moona Links is I hadn't been there before I believe it's been there for at least 20 years so it was great to stay there. They've got like really nice accommodation, uh, almost like, um, what would you call them? Like chateaus or next to the golf course and restaurant, uh, like little lodges really, and beautifully appointed natural tones that look out onto the golf course. And then we had dinner at Pebbles uh, where I interviewed Chef Dipen Patel, which you will hear next week, and heard all about his use of uh, native ingredients and just what the peninsula has on offer. We also visited, uh, this is one that people had been talking about, and I thought I have to go there. It's opposite the peninsula hot springs, and it's the, it's the Elba Thermal Springs. Again, natural springs from that beautiful landscape around there. And the architecture is unbelievable I would call it sublime sublime use of concrete and I don't know just movement water um, yeah contemporary yet really down to earth when you're walking the property into the hot springs with an incredibly contemporary uh, steam room and sauna plunge pool but mostly you're immersed in nature and for me growing up not far from that land on an old apple orchard I just felt like I was home it's the it's the vegetation it's the 
I don't know, it's kind of like the, the, you can feel the back beach ocean and the bay. There's like sand and gravel and there's just birds that remind me of a time growing up, which I was always fond of and felt really um, grateful to grow up on the Mornington Peninsula. After we hopped out of the thermal springs, we just literally went up the road about 10 minutes through Red Hill, past a plethora of wineries along the way. One of my favorites is 10 Minutes by Tractor and then uh, Mont Alto, which has a sculpture park. But I was heading to destination Point Leo Estate because it overlooks the ocean. And again, it's this contemporary building. I tell you what, no stone has been unturned, left unturned there. Um, you walk in and it's a beautiful uh, wine terrace restaurant and then a fine dining restaurant and you go out into the sculpture park which is ever evolving and there is just massive public art on display. It's, I don't know how many pieces but every time I go there there's more uh, and they're just fantastic because the setting is incredible and whoever curates that exhibition does a really good job um, you know, with the ocean as the backdrop. So. Point Leo Estate, definitely put on your list. If you've got more time, meander back through Red Hill um, and, you know, uh, head into Pig and Whistle, the little old English pub, the Red Hill General Store, head to the markets. And as I said, there's a whole lot of wineries, chocolate, chocolate little factory, um, brewery. There's so much going on on the Morning Peninsula. And I have to fess up, it wasn't like that growing up. I think we had one maze <laughs> and I don't re even remember there being one winery maybe there was one but it was mainly just really organic rustic farming area on the back beach surf beach and then the bay um, in places like Sorrento, Portsea, Rye, Mornington Yacht Club around that area but yeah the peninsula is now I don't know there's been a stack of money going to that region and people have like migrated down from the city um, and opened up award-winning restaurants, wineries, thermal hot springs, uh, yeah, hotels. Um, yeah, the Moona Links, I would strongly suggest staying there because it's a really central location. You have a spot of golf on, you know, international golf courses, grab, you know, great food at Pebbles restaurant and then um, really nice relaxing accommodation, freestanding bath that overlooks the whole of the golf course peninsula area. And then, yeah, choose that as your base and off you go. Um, I, you know, have a look at uh, towns like Mornington, Mount Martha, Mount Eliza, um, and then Frankston is the gateway back to the city. But yes, I had a wonderful time. I was really wanting to uh, do Melbourne to the Mornington Peninsula because that's the East Coast. And I wanted people to um, read my stories and listen to them and understand how easy it is to do that. Uh, I was lucky to have my sister-in-law pick me up um, and drive me down the peninsula. But if you hired a car, it's like an hour away and you're just opening up into such beautiful, rustic landscape with the ocean as the backdrop. Um, Gunnamatta Beach has one of the best surf breaks in Australia. It's not for the faint-hearted, but it's a really good surf break. We hear a lot about the West Coast, which is Torquay, Bells Beach, but where I grew up on the East Coast is just, just as beautiful and it's different again. And in fact, if you get down to um, Sorrento and Portsea, you can catch the ferry, the car ferry, back across to Queenscliff and drive around the West Coast back to the city. 
Victoria is a stunning uh, state. Melbourne is like, to me, the cultural heartbeat of this country. Uh, great to see it back and thriving. And yeah, weather doesn't bother me. Go down anytime, guys. It's a great city to visit and there's always a lot going on. So I hope you enjoyed my trip from Melbourne to the Mornington Peninsula. Very close to my heart. Adios. Adios.